Apple revealed the HomePod Mini last week. Could it be the most important product Apple ships this year? We'll talk about the smart speaker and more in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Good morning. So in the intro, I premised that the HomePod Mini could be the most important product this year. Your, your, your chuckle gave it away, Roman. It seems like a preposterous idea, but hear me out a little bit. Okay. So Apple tried to make this move into the smart speaker space with the HomePod, and it didn't happen. It, it failed for numerous reasons that we can end up talking about. And that's a, a very important space for Apple to be in. So the, the main reason was that it was just too expensive. Yeah. So the HomePod mini addresses the affordability aspect. There's still some issues, but if Apple can show that they're making some progress with the HomePod mini in this space, maybe it'll help them gain some traction in this market. That's that's the premise. That's why I'm saying it's more important, the most important product for them this year. More important than the iPhone because we all know the iPhone's popular. More important maybe even than Apple Silicon Macs. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the most important thing, that's that's up to a debate, but it's it's the first time that Apple is really making a push to take on Echo and Google Assistant, the uh, Google Home, sorry, because HomePod wasn't wasn't that it was not, and Apple didn't didn't really sell it as that either. They kind of said it was this high end, high fidelity, super duper high, smart speaker for Apple Music, and oh, it also does Siri stuff. They kind of flipped that switch when they introduced the Mini, and they said it's a smart speaker that also plays music. So they're selling it differently, and they're clearly uh, aggressively pricing it. Ninety-nine bucks is the same price as the new Echo, which looks very similar, oddly enough, and also the new Google Google Home. So they're all ninety-nine bucks, and so Apple is really making a push here. They all those other guys also make cheaper little dot things, uh, but in terms of like the slightly better sounding, you would really listen to music on it kind of things. They're pretty competitively priced here. For a change. Yeah, I expected 150, which is good, but too high. 99 is perfect. I'm also intrigued by sort of, sort of what's going on with the technology here a little bit. Um, they, they dumped the HomePod thing of like constantly measuring your room acoustics to change the sound kind of thing. Like that, it doesn't have that, but it's still, you know, none of us have listened to one, but it's still by all means by looking at what the specs are and stuff looks like it should be a pretty good sounding device. And Apple kind of quickly announced uh, that it's going to support third-party services. We don't really know how or which ones. They they name-dropped a couple, but there's no reason to believe that those will be the only ones, that there'll probably be some sort of API or something. Um, but that's that's what been one of their big missing ingredients, like the fact that you just have to use Apple Music and Apple Podcasts. You can't use Pandora, you can't use Spotify, you can't use whatever. Um, that's been a real issue. So I don't know how that's going to work. You can't install apps on a HomePod. Pandora support was one of the third parties that they announced, and then they announced Amazon Music. Spotify is the big one that they didn't announce. Who knows what's going to happen I mean, with they, that? They're going to have to. They can't. Well, it seems like they're probably going to make a framework and then it's a matter of how quickly 
these companies support it. That's usually when they announce things like this and they give like a few examples. They're not going to mention it Spotify because they're having a tiff with them right now. Right. I was going to say they're in, involved in litigation. Is, is that, Do you think that will influence whether they are able to support them or not? Well, or? they would just instantly lose this litigation if they blocked right. <laughs> right. Spotify or only worked with only worked with certain partners and didn't offer them a partnership. They could take their sweet little time. <laughs> right. So it's a matter of like uh, coming how, soon. <laughs> who are they exactly? But then, then it's that Spotify's fault. And they also didn't mention Audible would be the other big one. People would want to do audiobooks. Yeah, well, Amazon and Audible are kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, different services, but uh, still. So I think uh, if if there's so little information, but if that's just basically an API and developers can tap into it and it works in some way that makes sense for people, then uh, that's a big deal. For the other speakers, it's um, just a, a matter of going to your preferences, settings, whatever you call it, and uh, just choosing your default service. Sign in, uh, they link, and that's it. Like on my uh, on my Echo, I can just say play blah blah, and it'll play it through Apple Music rather than Amazon Music. Yeah, I don't believe Apple's ever going to really do that. I think it'll always do Apple Music if you just say play whatever. Uh, the way it works on iPhones is you say play whatever on Spotify or play whatever on Audible, and it pops those things up just fine, but you install those apps on your iPhone. You can't install apps on a HomePod, so I don't right. know. That's you have why to... I'm wondering if you just, it's gonna be a setting, you choose your service, and it just does it. Either that or you have to install it on an, the associated iPhone for your account, and it'll make, just send the link to, you know? Yeah, so, we'll, we'll learn more about that, but um, that's a big feature. That intercom thing they just came out with, uh, was that yesterday? Yep. That's a big one also that wasn't there. Yeah, that works on existing home ponds as well. Yeah. Both of these that, do. That's an, another echo thing that they're kind of catching up with. And it's actually kind of even better in a way on in, in Apple because they're making it work on the whole ecosystem. It works in the home app, which means you can do it from your Mac, your iPhone, your Apple Watch. And you get, and it sends it to all. It those sends it to all those well. things, yeah. if those people are at home. So you don't have to have a HomePod in every room to make use of intercom, which is kind of a neat thing. A uh, couple of things where, like, if you ask it for directions, it'll send those directions to CarPlay when you get into your car, things like that. Like, it, they're they're starting to understand the strength of their ecosystem where. You don't have to necessarily just make Siri better at answering, you know, dumb questions. There are <laughs> they do that need Apple to do better at that, do. though. <laughs> well, sure, but these features are better or, or more important toward for, for for building out Siri and competing with Amazon and Google than just you know it does twenty two percent more things. Or, you know, answers twenty two percent more things. Uh, a couple other significant things is that it has a U1 chip, so it has ultra wideband, and they're doing right now. They're not doing much with it. They're just doing like when you bring your phone near, you get some haptics as it kind of hands off and plays to the HomePod Mini, which is not a big deal. But there's more that they could do because you can precisely locate devices with ultra wideband. It's kind of neat to have like just sort of an ultra wideband beacon in your room all the time. It'll be, let you locate all kinds of devices and stuff. Um, you, they could do a lot with that in the future. There'll be neat software updates that make use of ultra wideband to do all kinds of really awesome room sensing stuff 
And you can stop a t- if you if you have two HomePods, which you know everybody does, right? You can now like if if a timer goes off or alarm goes off in another room, you can ask another one to stop it. That, that that's another Echo thing. These are all features that you know now that people will buy them. They're somewhat impulse purchases. Hundred bucks uh, soon they go on sale for eighty here and there on best at Best Buy and, and Amazon. Uh, people are going to buy these things. They're they're going to pick them up, and these are the kind of features that Apple needs to do now. Okay, now people have two, three, four, maybe. Let's figure out what we can do to make them all work together nicely, plus with all the other stuff. Yeah, they made an update to Apple TV that makes them work better as a when you have that as the output to the Apple TV. It like remembers that, so you don't have to keep changing it every time. Like you can yeah, always the, make it the big app. one, the 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 expensive one, which they're still selling. That's also uh, a Dolby Atmos. You can get two of them, and it'll it'll. Uh, I don't know how well that works. Maybe, maybe great. I'd like to try it. If someone wants to send me a second HomePod, I'll try that. But it does. Uh, you can hook them up to your Apple TV as like a as like a Sonos type uh, seven point one app Dolby Atmos surround sound. Yeah, system. it uses. It only works with the older, bigger one because it uses that thing about measuring your room acoustics and changing the audio profile, which the small new small one doesn't have. Um, but yeah, that's kind of neat. Do do its faux surround with a couple of. HomePods. It actually works with one, but it just doesn't work very well. Apparently, even Apple says you really want two. Yeah, well, right. Dolby Atmos, you know, it can it's that spatial stuff, but you do want a couple of speakers around. And uh, the other kind of important part about this is it's a home hub, which kind of makes it the cheapest home hub you can get. Yeah, a little cheaper than Apple TV. Yeah, even cheaper than Apple TV. And kind of more useful now that the TV app is on all these smart TVs, a lot of people still aren't buying Apple TVs. Uh, I'm not sure how big that Apple TV market is. It, uh, but yeah, but, well, it, it was never. That was always the Steve Jobs' famous. It's it's a, it's a hobby, not a not a product. We right, have and they keep thinking <laughs> that it's going to be break out of that sort of hobby space, and it never really yeah, will. Does. It will when they cut it to fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, or maybe they're just going to say it doesn't matter. Our whole purpose is the service end and we can just get on every smart tv where everyone's just using their stuff anyway i don't know but the point is uh if you want to do good home kit stuff you really need a home hub and that either means leaving an ipad plugged in all the time or having either a home pod or an apple tv and a lot of people don't have apple tv so getting a 99 dollars home hub and now HomeKit is a thing that you can really use. You can use it outside the house, which you can't do without a home hub. So it's a kind of a big deal. It, this this really, if they can make this, if they can move these, if this is the kind of thing that like AirPods seems to always be on sale somewhere, you know, uh, then, or Apple Watch. Even if it's just, you know, like 80 bucks or 85 bucks, you know, like that seems like a reasonable Apple sale. Yeah. Two, two uh, yeah, for 160 I don't know, something. Totally, like. totally. Yeah, I mean, Black Friday's coming up. I'm sure they're going to be uh, around there. You know, the Echo, the larger Echo usually goes on sale. Like Amazon sometimes sells it for 70 but it's generally around 80 85 And they, they sell. The dots obviously sell a lot more, and I'm quite certain at some point Apple will come out with a competitor to that depending on how well this one does. A- Apple has but, a lot of levers to pull to get these out now that it's not a really expensive piece of hardware. I mean, obviously it, they're making 30% selling it at $100, right? So they can they can do stuff like do the student deal where if you buy a Mac, we give you a HomePod mini. Students will love that. It's a perfect thing for a dorm room or something, right? So um, 
there, there's a lot more opportunity here for Apple to really make this big, which is the, the next big step that they need to do to get caught up on all this smart home stuff. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, we've heard this rumor forever about a smaller HomePod, and it started to seem like maybe they were going to just cut cut their losses and just kind of move on. But quite the opposite. They started the the iPhone 12 demo or or event with this. It was pretty, you know, robust with what they talked about, and all the the integration that they have and all the new stuff. I mean, they are they're 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 going full steam ahead into this into the, into the smart home stuff. It's more than I expected from a HomePod Mini in that I thought they were just going to take essentially the HomePod's guts, pull out some of the speakers and make it a little smaller and a little cheaper to produce, and maybe make it cost $150, $200. This is purpose-built. This is using, interestingly, an S5, like the Apple Watch chip, and uh, and like completely new, different hardware. It's not a cut-down HomePod. It's a new, separate, small thing. Um, so, th- so that to me says that they're not just looking at HomePod going, oh, it's too expensive, that th- they're realizing they need to have a whole other tier here and, and maybe push it more. So, And maybe that was the whole plan all along, to get HomePod out and have it be the premium device that people aren't buying, and then to come out with the smaller one and say, hey, look, now you can afford one. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what happened with that, that, that's what happened with iPod. You know, it was 400 bucks forever and then they came out with a shuffle for 100 dollars and it blew up so it's the same similar it's a similar strategy and you know we'll see we'll see where it goes i think it's smart i think it's uh it's it's a, it's it's good timing i mean they're three years too late <laughs> but it's yeah. good timing it's, it's, in the sense that it's right before christmas and you know, right okay people are staying home more and all that other stuff so uh and also uh home kit is way more accessible there's way more uh, devices and plugs and things like that, that that connect to it it's not the the wasteland that it was a couple of years ago so and if siri if siri follows suit you know amazon's they're going to have a competitor so google too yeah if i have to have a wish list for this it's it's first of all as always siri needs to be better way better uh but the home the home app is kind of busted too the home app is not great uh, and it, it needs a whole redesign. It doesn't really fit with the design of like any other Apple app. <laughs> it's like a little weird the way that spaces are separated out. So it's just not intuitive in that way. So, well, the HomePod Mini goes on sale November sixth, and then it starts shipping. Yeah, that's the that's the same as the the Max and Mini phones, right? Is that the same date? Yes, or same is that as a the week Max. Earlier? M-A-X, not M-A-C-S. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a week later. The iPhone 12 Max (laughs) and the Minis, yeah, and the HomePod Mini all go on sale on the 6th and then ship a week later. So you can uh, spend a lot of money on November 6th. You bought a HomePod Mini and then you buy... (laughs) No, that, that's nothing. If you're buying a $1,300 iPhone, <laughs> what's, what's another That's what bucks? we're saying. You can go on the 6th, buy $2,000 worth of Apple stuff, no problem. Yeah. I mean, I, I, spent, I spent $40 on a magnetic charger last week, so. <laughs> I was going to say, when you, when you take a step back at, at all this, and, you know, Tim Cook gets criticized for, you know, not being Steve Jobs, but when you look at what Apple's ecosystem is now and the devices that it has and the services that it has, I mean, it's really positioned in a, in a, in a, in a solid, strong way to, for the, for the next, you know, 10 years or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. There's legitimate criticisms about sort of lock in and, and 
uh, how it handles the App Store and stuff like that. But it, I don't think there could be any doubt that uh, spreading Apple's the, the benefits of all the Apple stuff working together and how it works together out and it's pushing the boundaries of that out past computers and phones to AirPods and watches and all this other stuff. Apple's been very good at that. They've been very good at doing that on services. Um, and I mean, everybody's looking for the next iPhone, the next thing that blows up like the iPhone. They kind of miss that the Apple Watch was that. And perhaps because the Apple Watch only works with an iPhone, but um, yeah, it, so and we're all looking to, forward to some AR glasses or something like that. Something that revolutionizes the world and makes everybody copy it. Yeah, I think we're a bit we're a bit away from that. And I think Apple's the reason why people don't see the Apple Watch as the success that it is is because Apple isn't really showing us that it is. It's very coy with its with its financial results. It doesn't give numbers like it did with the iPod. I mean that people want to see hard and fast results and they haven't they said you know, they only give these vague 50 percent more than last quarter and yeah blah, blah. most popular watch in the world yeah, whatever which, it's like yeah but are you selling 100 million a year you're probably right. selling 100 million a year like, but you're totally right it's it's as successful as anything that apple has done in the last 10 years you know it's it's the best it's the the one that people want and if they were to open it up to android it would be ridiculously huge probably yeah it wouldn't work right like all the uh, the, unfortunately, all this stuff that like messages and stuff like that just doesn't the health app. Yeah, you know. the, like when you look at like something like the Samsung uh, Samsung watch, it's not Wear OS. It's it's their own system and it does work with Android, but it's not quite the same integration. It's 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 all there, but it's all very, you know, cobbled together with chicken wire. But I think the, the main thing is that the, the it's it's such a health device. It's not going to work with the health app because it doesn't exist on Android. They're not going to put it on Android because it's not secure enough for all the health data the way Apple thinks it needs to be secured. They could, like, you know, loop it into Google Fit or, you know, there, there are health apps that are secure yeah. on Android that they could work well, with, but I don't know if they're... I, I don't think they're as secure as... I don't think a Apple would say it's secure enough. <laughs> well, that does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 718. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. And thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. Or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time. <laughs>